Steve, you okay there, buddy? Super sleepy, buddy? Yes. Yeah? Did you not I'm get here. to sleep last night? Uh, I did. But? After activity. After activity? Yeah. What type of activity? You know, the best kind of activity. War Machine. Awesome. I just like calling it activity. It's you like funny. to call it activity? <laughs> I'm going to go activate. <laughs> there was activity. I activated my activity. Okay. Oh, well, good for you, buddy. Yeah, yes. How's that, how long does that take you guys these days? 10, 20 seconds? 30 seconds? I mean, it was at least 20. Because that, I mean, that's double than mine. That, double my time, buddy. No, it was, it was like, we actually stayed up last night. Wow, okay, so okay. Nice. Yeah, right. it was a good one. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> so tired. Okay, so you sacrificed tonight's show. A little bit, yeah. For yesterday's for, for activity. Gain. Yes. You, you, oh, that is, a, I mean, I'll be, like, I'll quite be literally a dick move. Here. <laughs> you'll be what please you'll go be on here? sir <laughs> this one i call the kidney shifter <laughs> that's a dick move never mind you people i didn't get it uh, could apparently. you explain it no your wife did though hi <laughs> maybe this will be the pre-ramble no please explain it more i don't wanna <laughs> i don't wanna well good for you buddy good for you i'm i'm proud of you I'm proud of me. Why don't you call me afterwards? <laughs> That's <laughs> always important tired, to brag. I sleep. <laughs> no, no, it's just it's real. It's just like, <laughs> well, I've had a great day. Would you sing me to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Hush, little horn dog. Don't I'm say still a word. Awake. Please, please put me to sleep. <laughs> Tell me a story. No problem. Love to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great post-coital ritual you have there, my friend. <laughs> Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society, with your host, Will, and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Fantastic to have you here. Fantastic to be beaming directly into your ear holes on this season six, episode number 12. Joining me tonight, his favorite karaoke song is Prince's Pussy Control, but it only ever sings it at lesbian bars. He's our friend, Tiki. Welcome back, Tiki. Yeah, hey, it's good to be back. Bold strategy to sing that song at that sort of establishment. So, the, the, you know, the, and the most difficult part about this is Go finding ahead. a lesbian bar. <laughs> huh. Huh. Is it? I, I, I've never I gone looking yeah, for one, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and I honestly don't have a lot of experience tracking them down either. So, yeah. it's uh, it's the most difficult part of the night, and then finding one that does karaoke. That's yeah, that too. Yeah. Not a lot of man do karaoke. Yeah, not a lot of man do karaoke with that particular song. It's a good song. It's a good song. Well, if they don't let me, then I always threaten to just you know sing the uh, theme song to Bonanza. <laughs> so. That's that's another good song. I, I used to have a I used to have a friend who would go to karaoke with me and uh she would sing songs from wicked and the entire audience would be like staring daggers at her while she was singing you know popular it was very funny she and like at the end of it she'd be like eh fuck you all hee <laughs> hee yeah i only i only i found out like 10 years maybe 15 years ago i found out that the the theme song to bananza actually had words so you didn't know that I, I've known it for like 15 years. Yeah, but, but you didn't yeah, know that it, before. Like, I, I no, was, I, dude, I feel like never, it came out of the womb knowing the banana. There were head. no, there were, there were no, there were no words to it. It's just. Yeah. But it turns out it's you know, all for one and one for all bonanza. It's like really fucking stupid lyrics too. It's like no wonder they dropped that. Fucking great lyrics. What are you talking? I'd if a guy picks a fight with me, then I'm going to pick a fight with him, Bonanza. Mm -hmm, it's like, dude, mm -hmm. it is terrible. Yeah. It is so bad. When was that show on? I don't know, like the 60s. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. I get it. I get it. 1964. 
I understand. You were going through a turbulent time. A turbulent time. Totally understand it. Also joining us tonight, because of his long flowing locks, glorious beard, and penchant for saying, I forgive you, my son. He could easily be a spokesperson for the church as a new Hispanic Jesus. He's our friend Steve. Good evening, Some Steve. Some say Asian Jesus. Some, some would say Korean Jesus, yeah. Some would say, but only one would That's actually say, yeah. <laughs> only one. Maybe two, depending on maybe who two. he's... Maybe depending on who he's talked to in our audience who still thinks <laughs> that you're Korean and, and will not allow the proof of my word to be enough. I wouldn't trust you either. <laughs> that's hurtful. Like that's 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 legitimately hurtful. Now I'm now I'm now I'm sad. I'm gonna sulk in my basement recording space. Have you, seen the, seen, have you guys ever heard about like what people like take the picture of uh, Ewan McGregor from Obi uh, as Obi Wan Kenobi? And he's got like the beard and the flowing hair. Yeah, he's he got that little the... ridiculous uh, uh, little tail thing that uh, they gave. To yeah, the I mean, no, I'm not just talking about like the. I'm just talking about like the, like the headshot from oh, like after that. Oh, when he's like, oh, gotcha. When he, when he, like people like take that picture of him and they like replace like the photo of Jesus in people's houses. <laughs> like nobody notices <laughs> just like it's my jesus <laughs> i i think that's awesome i kind of want to do that now I i'll put too. that up in the same area of my house that i've dedicated to my dick pics because when you live okay. in the suburb well when you live in the suburbs you don't send dick pics out to other people you invite people over to you know look at your hall of dick pics and then have tapas that's the suburbs. Do you also have a large white rock in your yard? <laughs> I, I don't yet. Should I get one? I thought it, I thought it was a pineapple. I thought that like an upside down pineapple. I think it's all of the above. It's all of the above. Okay, okay. Well, just to just to cover all of our bases, <laughs> let's get all of it. All right, let's do. <laughs> what? Why do you have a? Why do you have a painting of an upside down pineapple on a white rock? out front well hey, let me let me let me allow you into the hall of dick pics and i'll explain <laughs> i think that could work i think that could work Maybe. wife i know that you're listening to this tomorrow morning i know that you're listening to this let me know can we can we go polyamory are we allowed to yet <laughs> oh goodness it's gracious yeah it's totally it's totally gonna work out yeah yeah mm. I, I'm I'm surprised that she hasn't served me with papers already. I don't think so, Tim. Uh, you don't think so? And who's Tim? Who are you talking to? Who's Steve talking to, you sleepy bastard? <laughs> I will say this. There's, as a shameless plug, there is a guy's YouTube channel called Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it's <laughs> hilarious. He no, he he's Asian? not Asian. He's not Asian. <laughs> Is he an OB? Is he, is he an obstetric surgeon? He is. A, he is Hispanic. He is like. There's like an entire like, like Juan. Yeah, Juan. There's an entire episode where he's like the janitor on the Death Star, <laughs> like all the crap he's dealing with. And like all the other, all the stormtroopers love him. They're like, they're like, yeah, man, you're awesome. He's like, I know, right? I don't know. It, like, does that feel a little, uh, a little, a little racist? Maybe. Well, the guy who's doing it is Mexican, so I think it's okay. Fine. All right. Okay. Fine. Is it wrong if I laugh at it? No. No. I don't. Th I don't know. I don't know you the know rules anymore. I don't know the know rules anymore. You, you know honest. what's wrong to laugh at? Somebody's alcoholism. <laughs> um. Sometimes, maybe. I don't know. We've la I laughed pretty hard at uh, news of the drunk world. I've, I've laughed pretty hard at I've, that. Like the, like the story a... of the guy who um, joined the search party that was looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one and that's a great fucking story like that is that like, was like, you know what you know what you know it also make a great segue too huh go ahead <laughs> what would it make a good story segue? good segue it's and speaking of Oh, I, I wasn't even ready. I wasn't even, I wasn't even there yet. No, I know you're like, you're like, listen, I've got an agenda. We got to get to the next thing. But like, I wasn't there yet. Uh, I was like setting you up for like, I was like, I was like, go ahead and knock out of the park, man. Just nope. segue this shit right out of here. Nope, 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 I, nope, nope, got, nope, no, nope. no, 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 yet. I haven't asked you how the two of you are. I know oh. that Steve's tired because apparently it takes 24 hours to recover from what he did last night. No, it just it was late. Yeah, I have a hard time. It's when I would do chores late at night that that also wears me out. <laughs> Your wife doesn't listen to this, does she, Steve? 
no. Okay, good. But it wasn't a chore. <laughs> That's for the best. <laughs> yeah, sure, you'd say that now. I, I would say that. Yeah. And I'm saying that. <laughs> and we'll continue to say that. <laughs> and we'll continue to say and that. And we'll continue to say it. Good. Good. How are you, Steve? Uh, Other than I... being tired. <laughs> let's let's skip past that because we already covered it. Um, you yawned in the middle of your fucking of one of your fucking jokes. How are you? Did I? I yeah, you did. You uh, punchline. I'm good, except for I am uh, hot sauceless. Yeah, because yeah. That somebody. Uh, well, no, Thomas that's hot sauce. I'm taking fifty percent of the credit for being a fuck up <laughs> on that one. It was twelve forty-five at night or something. Or it was pretty late. It was pretty late, and I offered you the hot sauce two hours earlier, and we should have jarred it and put it in your bag at that time, because yeah, the save good. versus poison hot sauce is really fucking delicious and i wish i'd sent oh, you home with some i'm a little disappointed in myself um i just thought that at this point in my life that i would have made several hot sauces uh sure no, i i feel that way because apparently like everybody's making hot sauce man and i gotta get on this train like it's really easy in laws making hot sauce so easy brother-in-law's making hot sauce unbelievably hot easy sauce. Wait, your sister-in-law and your brother-in-law? Uh, so yep. that's just one hot sauce then, right? No, no. I have multiple ways there. So okay. my my brother-in-law, who is married to my sister, and my sister-in-law, who is my wife's sister. Okay, okay. So so it went left and right. Okay, got exactly. it. Exactly. Got it, got it, got it. So they're, they've made hot sauce, hot sauce, and now your best friend in the entire world named Will... Everybody's making hot sauce. Made a hot sauce. And I'm not making hot sauce. You should make a hot sauce. I feel like I'm gonna. I'm calling, I'm calling mine the antidote. To? Flavorlessness. What ails you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, that, uh, no, that, uh, <laughs> wait, we do not uh, prescribe hot sauce for any of the things that ail you people, all right? <laughs> if, you are, if you people are like, listen, I've got AIDS, I'm going to take a shot of Tabasco. That should clear it right up. That is not what is happening I here. It's just a play on words. Save versus poison presents the antidote. A hot sauce oh, that see. will cure I, I get it flavorlessness. Now. I didn't it's know it was to the podcast. You know what's great? Point. Yeah, of course I'm going to tie everything to the podcast. It's all branding. It's all branding, everybody. It's all branding. It's all fucking branding. Uh, I introduced my wife to it by tricking her into, <laughs> into trying it. And she is, a, she, is one of the, she is one of the pansies. Uh, when it comes to spicy food, she does not. She she hates black <laughs> pepper. She hates black. That's not fair. I'm pretty white, <laughs> and I love spicy food. All right, that was racist, you jackass. Mm, I don't know. Most people I know who don't like hot sauce, pretty white. I'm gonna go with that's. You know, you can you can assert that that's a class thing, but not a race thing. All right. All right. All right, then Mr. She's Gentleman. Pretty rich middle class which, which way is middle the class, class thing that no no like middle, class. middle class middle class middle class doesn't straight like up middle class i don't think the middle class likes hot sauce the poors do i think it's the poors and the ultra wealthy uh, the ultra wealthy because they have nothing else that excites them they do it to feel something except for yeah they do it just to feel something <laughs> that's it they're like listen i can't hunt man unless i'm on that special island the poors the poors the poors well they just have they just have the best food. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that is. They just have the is, best fucking food. Everywhere you this, go uh, in any culture, taco, the street yeah. food is the best food. In On my the opinion. way to uh someone's house. And I see it every time I go to said person's house. Yeah. Um and I'm always like, Man, they got birria tacos there and I want to go try some. Ooh. I never go. I've never had a birria taco. I should I have hear they're amazing. I've yeah. never had one. But we I should do that together. Fantastic. We should do that together, Steve. And we should right. film it for the or YouTube. The for the YouTube, yeah, absolutely. tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Save versus poison. Eats a taco. <laughs> Eats a taco. And then Steve gets normal sleep I afterwards. The, that's the. I, I get those at the uh, at the place right around the corner from me. Yeah. Do you like Was that a beer? subtle hint? <laughs> no, I'm just it's more for no more of a brag. Okay. All right. More of a brag. Yeah. Okay. Very good. You're, do you, I mean, because you don't care. actually want to meet Steve, because you want the illusion of him being Korean to maintain, right? Whichever. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> Whatever. I'm not going to be racist about it and say that he has to be one race or the other. It's fine. <laughs> you have to be Korean. 
So <laughs> he's writing the entire worldview if you're not. Yeah, he's writing it in his journal. Dear diary, <laughs> if he's not Korean, I will kill him. <laughs> I mean, no. That's silly. <laughs> That's silly. I got done. Yeah, yeah, of course it's silly. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. But you're good, Steve? We're going to go get birria tacos then? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. We can even invite Tiki. He can drive there on his, uh, on his motorcycle. Absolutely. Wherever that place may be. Okay. Nearish me. Okay. I'll see what we can do. I'll, I'll, we'll set a date for that. It'll be fun and delicious all at the mm, same time. Sounds like an awful lot of commitment. You'll, it, there's food at the other end of it. You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll manage. All right there, buddy. It'll probably be less work than, you know, work. What's keeping you sleepy today? Yeah. Yeah. Less work than, le how about this? Less work than coming to my house for War be. Machine and Hordes. I remember right. It's closer. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. There's got to be something between there and here. Yeah. Yeah. Tiki, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a little stressed for work, but not really, really stressed for work. Uh, I had, like, last week, I had, like, a really kind of a crazy meeting that, um, my uh my boss my boss's boss my boss's boss's boss yeah they all wanted to know about a particular project that's going on uh with the manufacturing teams and so i had to i was like oh yeah i'm i'm, I'm plugged into that i know what's going on with that and they were like we want to know about these things specifically and i was like oh shit yeah so i was like i was terrified at first because i was like oh my am i in trouble because i always fear, figure that i'm in trouble no matter what and uh because here you know, i've just no, I don't have a lot of conversations with my, like my, my boss, my manager. Yes. Above him. I really don't talk directly to people. Those, yeah. you know, the, any of those people uh, very often. So having my, my, you know, the, 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 the senior director or VP wanting to talk to me directly about something. Um, but the, the conversation went really well. It took about an hour. I explained everything as best I could. He was, I mean, everybody was in the call was like super happy about like what I had told them. And, we got off the call, and I was thinking to myself, yeah, they probably would have wanted to talk to me. I'm supposed to be the expert at this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so. know. I'm, I'm feeling like maybe you should do some networking, right? Maybe you need yeah. to do some networking with those people and, uh, you know, take some well, of that ticky charm and, and throw it my, that way. My director, like, he he, he bragged about me to, to higher-ups at that point, you know, while we while I was giving this, this, this whole presentation, while I was explaining everything. So, you know, it went well. It went really well. And like I said, it's just my company selling off the, the Chinese division was a really, really big deal. Um, that's kind of news. So there was, like, such a weird article that, like, my teammate, like, hey, check out what just happened. And, like, hey, that's us. <laughs> why, why did no one send an internal email to me, Tiki? <laughs> Anybody. Well, that was, and then the guys that I'm working with directly are actually in China or Taiwan rather. And so we're working together on like all these like security initiatives for the, for the factories. And then the company just sold off those factories. So I'm like, what's this mean for these guys? <laughs> like, yeah. Are we still having our weekly meetings or like, like what? what's happening? So I think they're a lot more nervous and a lot more worried than anyone else. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I'm good. No natural disasters are hitting me right now. Good. Um, dog is healthy. Good. Food. Uh, still doing, still doing right by my diet. Nice. Nice. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Like legitimately and, very glad to hear that. And, uh, just need to get back in the gym more frequently. I'm just still really bad about that. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's work, I don't know what dude. I need to do about that. That's I know hard. It's, I, it's work and it's difficult. And those yep. are things that. So those are two words that I really don't like having in my vocabulary about anything I do. Yeah. So I get it. We'll see. I get it. Uh, we'll see if I, if I can improve on that in the coming weeks. But uh, this week, uh, come Wednesday night, I'm flying out to go see my kids. Super excited about that. Fucking my awesome. son. I just talked to them in the video chat, and my son has uh, written a short comic book. Oh really? Uh, oh awesome. yeah, it's just all about Pokemon and Aww. and it's the the characters are of course himself and his sister and their friend, and it's uh he it's you know for 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 like an eleven year old it's actually really not bad. Yeah, oh, don't actually... don't show it to Steve. He'll critique it too much. <laughs> I, I liked never. it. You would too. I, I liked it quite. I liked it quite a bit for what he, <laughs> no. uh, for what no, he did. If you guys did it. I I just tear it shreds. No, imagine. Come on, you deal with me on a regular basis. I have the intellect of an eleven-year-old most of the time. Mm. 
No, I, no, I, I was, I'm like super, super proud of him. I think that it's what he, what he did was, I mean, I, I talked to him about it and he was like, it was a lot more work because he's, he's used to doing like individual drawings. Yeah. And so I mean to like do successive drawings and show the progression of a story and all of that. He was like, you know, he wasn't saying it that way, but he was saying it was a lot more difficult to do this and and I had to do these things too. And I had to have like the the thought bubbles or the speaking parts written out and but and I was like, Yeah, yeah, I mean like you're really like laying out a lot of the complexities that you dealt with and that's mm-hmm. awesome. And I didn't say it like that either, because that sounds really dumb too. It's like corporate, you know, talk, but yeah, yeah, super proud of him. Super duper excited. He, what he did is, is, I mean, it's like a four page, like comic book, but he put it together himself. Um, and he's really, he's really excited about it, you know, and I, I think he should be. So, so that, that made me very proud. Made me very happy to see. That's awesome, dude. That's legitimately awesome. Very cool. Well, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Segue. remember that segue that you tried to set me up for <laughs> fuck your segue all right i'm just God. going straight to it all right just fucking oh you missed the turn like two miles back i know i know and now i am the drunken idiot at the wheel who turned into the house instead of down the street that he was supposed to no my name is will i'm an alcoholic good evening my name is ticky and i'm an alcoholic yeah you are my name is steve i'm not an alcoholic but i was pondering recently whether or not celebrities have to do jury duty like, it'd be really weird if you were on trial for, like, I don't know, murder or something, and then Robert Downey Jr. was there. And he just, like, walks in in his Iron Man suit. I do. Man they're judging you. Like, they're, they're oh, civilians. Be, sorry, go ahead. They, they, they're, they're civilians. They're, they're U.S. citizens. They're, they're obliged yeah. to. They, so they don't they normally. They don't normally, unless they actually, like, just kind of, like, want to show up and just, you know, okay, cool. I mean, you can't really, like, for jury duty, you're not really, like, allowed to bring a lawyer to, like, talk, like, let you be talked out of it. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, at least I don't think. But I've heard of several celebrities actually being in, doing jury duty. And I I can't think of names right now, but I seem to recall back in the 90s and early 2000s that it simply wasn't, like, uncommon. Was it, like, Tom Hanks? Like, you got busted for... Uh, like, a, like a Tom Hanks or Jennifer and... Jennifer Aniston or... You know, That'd be weird, uh, right? Like, <laughs> if there you are. Oh no, 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 no! They, 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 they showed Rachel up from Friends. <laughs> they, well, yeah, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean they're dumb. I mean, you want um, RDJ? Dumb. I'm saying it's weird if a celebrity is like... right. But the but the point is, is that they're uh, most of them actually are are excused from jury duty because of their celebrity status. They like being a celebrity they, is enough of an excuse. Like no, 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 no. It's the <laughs> it's the chance for a mistrial or the attention that the uh, the story could garner based upon you yeah, know I'm something like that. I'm selling my rights. I mean, to be perfectly honest, if I'm being asked to testify, yeah, and instead of RDJ, uh, Chris Evans shows up in Captain mm-hmm. America costume. I, I don't. I, I know I can't no. lie. I can't lie. You can't lie to fucking Captain America. Steve Rogers is in the fucking jury box, bro. Yeah, I think I'm lying to that man. I think I think what happened. Would I lie to Matt Damon? Yeah, yeah, quite yeah. a bit actually. <laughs> yeah, one hundred. For one, I'd, I'd probably I'd probably just tell him that I'm gay because I I just really want to have sex with him. Um, <laughs> that's the first. That's the first of many like white lies. I think that this, that's that that's way. the first thing you say in a much that's, longer conversation. It's, the, it's the first. The first of many white lies I would probably tell him. Um, also, I am kind of tall, and I can grow a five o'clock shadow. I might also try to convince him that I'm Ben Affleck. Grow a five o'clock shadow? I, you yeah. you live in shadow, bro. You're like shush, you're shush. like from a Tolkien story with how I'm much trying to, I'm your trying beard to grows quickly. The problem, I believe, and actually. Don't quote me on this, but I think what happened was Holly Shore actually had jury duty, followed through with it, and it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. They made a movie, like a documentary about how bad it was. I've seen that documentary. Yes. Okay. So that's why I think that's why they don't. I think that's the real reason they don't allow uh, celebrities to do jury duty anymore. This is once again. I also saw the one where he went to live on a farm. There I saw that, the one where he was in a dome. The, the bio, the, guess what? We don't have any more biodomes yeah, no more bio active, domes. do we? No. Nope. Pauly Shore fucked that up for us, too. And we know what happened to Brendan Fraser's career until recently. <clears throat> what? Hmm? Brendan Fraser's yeah. career? Encino Man? And then Brendan oh. Fraser didn't work for like a decade? Encino Man was, was like his 
first movie. Yes, yeah. I know yeah. that, but there's there was, still a you know degrees no, of separation he, kind of thing going on. There. He, he got he got he got he got sexually assaulted by a producer at a party, and then oh, went and told about God. It. You know what's worse than explaining the joke? Explaining why the reality is worse than the joke. That's what's bad. Like yeah. that's that's terrible. <sighs> Everybody's for Brendan Fraser right now. You're I am too. That, you know, like I literally be, just said up how until would you recently. Be what if Brendan Fraser was on the jury, man? I couldn't lie. I wouldn't be able yeah, to lie. Yeah, wouldn't be able to lie that either. The fucking puppy dog eyes of his. No, that not fucking a smile. That smile yep. of his. Yep. Oh. Would you go? It would just Where melt. Do you think we are right? <laughs> no. I'd probably ask him how a Nuxuna Moon was. <laughs> she was pretty hot in those movies. Yeah. Does he still keep in contact with Rachel Weiss? She's pretty hot. Maybe. I mean, I Hard to say. Imagine. Hard to say indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. What what if it was like just how about this? How about this? New show idea, celebrity jury. The entire jury is just packed full of celebrities. This is a I mean this is a great idea. It would be for TV and it'd be yeah. all like yeah, but, but, C and D list celebrities. I mean, we'd probably yeah. see a lot of the people that Tiki sees in his favorite films. You would get like Gary Busey on the, <laughs> there's, like the there's like the Jerry Foreman yeah. and like you know, are you really gonna trust that verdict? I mean like, I think this is a great show and has potential. I think it does too. Yeah. Celebrity jury would be better than I think. <clears throat> like Lorenzo Lamas. I mean oh, yeah. they did this stupid thing that I keep seeing the commercials for with the celebrities pretending to be on Mars. Like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. Like who wanted that? Yeah, this is a step Nobody up from most reality television, I think. All right, I'll see I if I can get on the horn with some people in Hollywood. See if we can sell you this. Know, you know what you do this is, is you pitch. definitely tie it into one of those Judge Judy type shows. Wouldn't it be great if Judge Judy Shinelin was actually one of the jurors? <laughs> no, she's a judge. God damn it. What is wrong with you? I like How flipping. I like, I like twists. What if she's like the 12th juror and nobody knows about no, it until she's like, like the a, last she's, episode? First and foremost, she is 115 years old. Yeah, and not and a young 115. No. <laughs> No, not at all. But yeah. she was also preserved really recently. Young, 115. <laughs> they, they, she, she, she hasn't been embalmed. They actually preserve her with a with a <laughs> a, a, a vat of honey, and uh, that's actually the way that she come. Like they wheel her in and they put the giant. It's a glass jar. I mean, people, how do you not see this? You watch the show. Anyway, <sighs> I thought it was honey. And she's um, not going to be on the. Like, she's not going to be on the. She's not going to be on the jury. She's Judge Judy. Toenail shavings from the Olsen twins. I thought that was what it was. Mm. No, 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 weird, no, no. Although, honestly, the Olsen twins, that'd be kind of a fun jury to have. That would be. Especially if you were like in some sort of life and death situation. Ashley and Simpson. They'd, yeah, one of, them would, one of them would like call like their agent instead of calling you an ambulance. Was it too soon for that? Bobby Brown's there. No, no, that's what they did to Heath Ledger. It's Sorry. my prerogative. Yeah, Bobby Brown. He He's all what I wanna do. still messed up from coke. Oh. He's <laughs> like, I don't you know. know maybe he went like, to rehab. I don't know. I, he probably did several times. <laughs> God, Bell who Biff says DeVoe. we can't mock people's addiction? You get Belviv DeVoe to show up. That yeah, ass. they could do the soundtrack. Nobody yes. knows who they are anymore. No, they don't. But they're like, like imagine like Belviv DeVoe. Like imagine one of them is uh, uh the jury foreman, and uh. They're like, oh, have you reached a verdict? Yes, we have, Your Honor. Please read the verdict. That girl is poison. <laughs> Get it? You know what? I you know that my favorite part about this is I have this thought now. A check this out. A pro like a prosecution and a defense attorney played by Millie Vanilli. Ooh. They don't actually talk. <laughs> they just mouth words, <laughs> and somebody next to them says everything for them. Like an actual lawyer is there. <laughs> I enjoy that this has evolved from, from celebrity jury to celebrity courtroom. So let's just complete celebrity courtroom. This is, this is the best idea we've ever had. Next to the uh, killer couch. <laughs> Juggalo documentary. Oh my god, you're right. I'm sorry. Who I, I can't <laughs> believe I forgot about the Juggalo documentary. That was a good one too. Where we yeah. end up bringing the only Korean since <laughs> the. Oh, okay. All right. Listen. Here's the thing. Uh, the last uh, the last week has been fine. It's been fine. I'm just too fucking busy to worry about drinking. Like I'm too busy. I don't have enough time to like breathe these days. Let alone 
think about drinking. Uh, it's just been one thing after another, after another, after another. And all of those things require me to be sober. So it's it, like, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm not being mindful, but I'm also not at all thinking about having a drink. Even even in little moments, like today I went, uh, went to King Supers. And it's, of course, that time of year where everything is, uh, you know, pumpkin spice and Oktoberfest style beers. And even then I was like, I looked over at the display at the King Supers as I'm walking past and I'm like, nope, no time for that. I got to go get Dots Delicious uh, Pretzel Twists, which, by the way, if you haven't had Dots Delicious Pretzel Twists, you should go and get them. They're a little expensive, but damn. like my, I came home or no, uh, my, my oldest son came home and he'd eaten like two thirds of a bag of them today. Just like two thirds of a bag, just gone. Uh, hopefully he's going through a growth spurt and that won't end up the same way that it did when I would eat two thirds of a bag of, uh, something, uh, salty and not great for me. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, no cravings, no issues, just. Um, uh, a lot of, um, a, a lack of downtime, I guess is, uh, uh, and, and downtime is kind of where those kind of thoughts tend to thrive for me. So Tiki, how are you? Good. Uh, no real drinky drink thoughts. Um, no, not really. I haven't, I haven't really been tempted. Again, I, uh, my apartment is, is, it's a, it's a dry bar, so to speak. Sure. Um, and yeah you just didn't remember that it's like oh yeah it's that time i, I remember going to the store the other day and it was like sam Adams Oktoberfest, yep. and it was like yep damn that beer i remember drinking that and then like finding out much later on that it was like 280 calories per beer oh yeah <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh my god oh in the german style oh. multi delicious dark beers that was oh. good but it was so fi- like people were like this is so filling and i'm like yeah weird right like yeah. They never like really piece it together. Yep. Uh, you do remind me now that you've run up the the now that it's pumpkin spice season. I'm now reminded of the Bill Burr pumpkin spice Sam Adams like commercial from SNL. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so awesome. Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I've got I, like I I see I see every I guess I see everything. I don't know if I do or not. Or maybe I do notice and I just like like drop it like it's like basically like it like goes into my brain and then I just eh, whatever and I and I let it go. Yeah. Because I'm not really like paying, I'm not paying very good attention to to the beer seasons and stuff like that. And I mean, I've I've attended uh, Oktoberfest, actual Oktoberfest, yeah. yeah. And I had a, I actually had a really fun time. It's it's batshit crazy, but I had a really fun time. Um, yeah, uh, that is kind of like one of my regrets is not being able to experience that cultural like moment. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like being in a in a giant pool hall that's got a loud polka band playing yeah yeah i, I but I reasonably mean, reasonably priced beers they were like those not they're not steins they're called something else Moss. and I, yeah yeah and they're just like it's like 32 ounces and they're like that'll be 11 dollars, and it's like oh that yeah like, like is there an exchange rate on that no it's it's 11 euros which actually no it was 10 euro which came out to be at the time like 11 dollars. yeah it was it was not expensive to to get like hammered at Oktoberfest. Um, had a fun time though. I had a really I had a really fun time there, and and I, and, I, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll never say that I didn't. Uh, it was a cool, unique experience uh, yeah. for me. However, uh, it was also a it's also a glaring example of my inability to uh, just kind of enjoy the journey. Sure, like it, I just <laughs> sure. sure. Like all my friends were like, they were like, they like, they'd be like halfway through the first one, and I'm already like halfway through my second, and I'm yeah. like, you bunch of losers! Like, like, throwing like, you, none so, of your men. So bad. Like, <laughs> you guys just shit, you bunch of pussies. <laughs> yeah. yeah meanwhile, you soiled yourself. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and you don't even want to know what the bathrooms are like at Oktoberfest. Oh, I, uh, I I bet they're standing room only. <laughs> it's long enough for no the men. Expertly clean expertly uh, clean german efficiency but yeah i would i would say that it's it's been all right i i like i said i haven't had any I, I don't have a lot of temptations typically in terms of drinking i have i have stress and i have stressors and whenever i do think of drinking i i usually put it to the back of my mind uh with a simple thought of like it's not going to help 
Um, the, yeah. the next thing is, is the same thing I said before. If there's no alcohol in my apartment. I would have to go and get it. And I just, I just don't want to get up and go do that. I really, I don't want to leave the so, laziness. Also keeping me sober. Even for a birria taco? Birria taco, that's different. That's that's for tacos. Okay, okay. All right. I just wanted for, to know where the line was. For alcohol. That, well, the, okay, so, okay. I'm lazy. Uh, I'm also cheap. So I'm like, oh, ah, <laughs> you know, I'd go buy it. <laughs> like, but I could buy birria tacos with that kind of money. That's true. You could. And probably have uh, some money left over for uh, some some ice cream exactly Some delicious delicious ice cream uh yeah the those those sugar sticks they sell what are what the hell are they called i have no idea and steve i'll think i'll think of it later he's korean yeah. yeah um yeah it's just it's just basically like dough in the shape of like a like not really a, i guess a star did you forget how to say churro <laughs> Churro, that's the word I'm looking for. Sugar sticks, those sugar, those sugary, sticks. delicious sugar sticks. What do you, what do you think? What do you, pixie sticks. I thought he was. Yeah. I was like, wait, is there like some Hispanic candy that I'm not aware of that's just sticks of sugar? Because that's probably. bomb. That's that's all right. Yeah, there probably is. No, no, no. no. I, I actually, yeah, that's that's true. You can get, I can get the churros uh, or the Imperador cookies that I love so much. And then, Do like, ever, uh, my doctor is like, "Hey, why is your why is your borderline diabetes back?" And I'm like, "You don't know me." <laughs> As you pull a pocket churro out and start <laughs> munching on it, no reason, no reason at all. All right, Steve, do you have anything you'd like to share tonight during a wellness check in? Mm, no, no, no. Okay, okay, good. All right, so tonight's topic of conversation. This is kind of funny. Um, mostly just because it's a current events item. This, this sprung up in the news over the last, uh, 24 hours. And I found it, um, found it funny for a couple of reasons. One, cause it'll never happen. Not because it'll never be, uh, it'll never be heated. How's that? It'll never be heated. And two, because the coverage on it was like, even on this was just absolute partisan hackery. Um, very amusing. Very amusing. So, uh, apparently, the White House is thinking and is open to the possibility of revising its USDA daily recommended alcohol uh, amounts from two drinks a day to two drinks a week in a show of solidarity uh, with Canada, which apparently also has this already implemented as a governmental. Uh, piece of advice very interesting in my in my in my esteem especially since the news coverage of this i'll just i'll just read you really quickly i'll read you two headlines one from the new york post which i'm assured swings a little bit to the right by way of fox news style and then the other from the huffington post which is of course Kami Pinkos. From the New York Post, Biden's alcohol czar. I didn't know the Biden administration had had a uh, had a former Russian uh, 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 title of nobility uh, in charge of their alcohol, but that's interesting. Biden's alcohol czar warns new guidance could be only two beers a week. Well, if that doesn't put the fear of Russia and God in you, I don't know what will. And then from the Huffington Post, White House press secretary shocked by questions about Biden proposing beer limits. Good stuff there. Just just all the way around. Just good stuff. It's like it's like it's like one administrator, one like upper level administrator, apparently at um, the uh, National Institute for Alcohol and Alcoholism was like, listen, we think that um, uh, drinking in in the United States is something that we should be concerned with, which, you know, if you're a health administrator of any kind, yeah, you kind of should be like uh, alcohol is a. it's 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 not a it's not it's not great it's not it's not great for people uh especially the way that i think a lot of uh uh, people in in the united states engage with it if you can moderate fantastic more power to you i can't do that so uh uh uh, i'm speaking to those that are more akin to my side of the uh the consumption aisle uh 
but it was just it was one one guy like close to the top of uh of the national institute for alcohol and alcoholism who was like yeah we think maybe we should probably like pair that back and of course from that like fox news had questions about it and the White House press secretary was, you know, kind of like, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked to hear. I'm shocked to hear this. Uh, I, I honest to God think if uh, if if the the Biden administration was uh, sly about this, they would name all uh, alcohol Bud Light and then have like all people on the right side of the spectrum be boycotting that. And then suddenly you'd get the reduction to two uh, mm. to a week. I think that'd be pretty it's, fucking it's... funny. Bud Light's a pretty weak. Yeah, it's pretty weak as it is. But my other problem is, is that you've already, if you haven't like noticed that, apparently Kid Rock is still drinking Bud Light after his little, you know, temper tantrum. So, I, <laughs> I, 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 I really don't keep track of um, who drinks what anymore. No, I, just, I don't either. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. I just the, this. Oh, no, 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 no. That was that. That's a, that's. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying that. Yeah. There's already like. Like the like the people who started this whole ridiculous, I can't believe you advertise to people that aren't me. Like like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's so stupid. Yeah, that Somebody dumb. different than me likes the same thing as me. Oh no way! Like dude, like I like I almost want to like build a house, like just an identical copy of Kid Rock's house somewhere near his house, just so I could like basically put a rainbow flag on it and have him like go nuts and burn his own home home down to like prove a point that's uh... i'm not saying gay <laughs> yeah like like just so oh. just 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 a just like the bud light night guy like out there in my front yard like mowing it and then like a rainbow flag hanging up above and like Kid Rock could be over there like freaking balls. Like, I want to burn my house down and prove a point that you can't have the... And then I'll be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what else I could do that would really annoy him. Nice. Like have like a real rapper come stop by my house like Eminem or something like that. That would probably set him down. Ouch, like. man. You're you're just trying to stick that, uh, that shank deep in there, aren't you, buddy? He's a... <sighs> Kid Rocks. <laughs> Look at the guy. No, he's great. He's awesome. If you saw him on the street, would Super you actually great. like talk to him? No, you'd probably be like encouraged to give him money. Like, dude, sorry your I, life's been I so wouldn't. hard. No, I <laughs> like fuck, man. Well, I like, feel like I, I feel like we've gone a, like, like I'm pretty sure that he's still pretty fucking wealthy. Like I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just, he's no, got no, 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 a song catalog just that does look, well with a no, certain just demographic look, that he could just, just sell. Look at the guy. Like, like it's so <laughs> obvious. Like, like, just look at him. You're like, you'd be like, God, I feel so bad. You can't even grow a beard. Oh shit, that sucks. That must be really Watch, tough. He like, he like pulls his pants down and he's like, Look, what do you think of this beard, motherfucker? I was like, No, listen, I appreciate the Abraham Lincoln just like everybody else does. Right? Like, he's like, he's like, up there, buddy. He's like greasy hair, like hanging out from underneath wow, his cap. This is gonna be. You're, you're, you're basically putting us on the map as an anti-kid rock podcast now. That's, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with him on it. Okay. All right. All right. I was gonna take no particular stance on this and keep riding that centrist no, uh <laughs> no no that guy sucks um I mean, okay, when he well. first came out i i got to see him boot off the stage at warp tour down in austin so that was pretty fun i'm glad that i have that memory among others <laughs> okay okay good to know good to know yep yep yep, good yep, to yep. Know. i'm glad to know where you guys stand this is, this is pretty fucking funny <laughs> all right cheers i mean he can come after if, if he wants uh, uh, i mean <laughs> oh fuck I mean, dude the, the the logic behind that whole argument on that side i know we're talking about alcohol but this is like if i put like an autobot sticker on my car and then like somebody with a decepticon sticker on their car like decided to like just crash it into a into a, a lamppost or something like, and then like and then like turn to me and be like fuck you autobot and i'd be like what in the hell are you even talking about like it'd be like so weird but that's that's pretty much the logic that's being played out right now with 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 all i always that. think when i see a decepticon sticker yeah well, i'm always uh, suspicious I, of them too i don't like talking to celebrities uh i don't not a fan i've met a few I don't, yeah no i've met a few i just They're don't cool. like talking to them i just i don't like talking to celebrities uh, i don't know i don't know what to say that's i mean that's it right like like you feel like there's like an opportunity there to you know meet and interact with somebody that's interesting 
but you're trying to create a social situation out of like whole cloth where you know too much about them and they know literally nothing about you. Yeah. Like I've, yeah, I've, those, inst those, those instances are so, uh, like just so awkward. They're so fucking awkward. Like, yeah, I hate those moments. I don't, the, the closest ones that I can potentially enjoy are like meeting a player for, uh, for like the Colorado avalanche. Um, those are the closest that they come because I, I can like say, Hey, I'm a hockey fan. Uh, watch your shit. Uh, you know, I play a little bit here and there, and then we can have like a small conversation in the margins of, yeah. you know, actual, uh, human to human contact, but like every other, you know, source of, uh, you know, like I've, I've talked to stand up comics and been like, Oh yeah, yeah. I've tried, tried doing stand up comedy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard job. Really appreciate your time and effort. <laughs> You're very funny. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's it. That's and because anything more than that, and it just becomes yeah. super super. Thank, thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you for your service. Uh, I, I salute them. Yeah. Uh, and and move on with my day. Yeah, it's it's an imbalance of information too. I mean, it like is. you you get on a dating site, you find somebody's profile you really like, you do reverse searches on Google. Yeah, for their you images. obsess about them for six you months. Find you find out create where stories at, about who they been. are. You then find out their names of their pets because you can yeah. look at their records yep. via public information yep. and then you find their address and then you know when you're outside their window watching them sleep this is ticky dating <laughs> yeah this is you know then then you, like i said it's just it's just too much information you it want is. to be able to ask a few questions and, and draw some of that out but also if you know all that information ahead of time you'll know if they're lying to you and then you know that you can you know move on could <laughs> you imagine doing that like going up to a celebrity and you're like uh, so so how about this one thing and they're like uh blah 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 and you're like you're lying to me motherfucker Liar. you're lying you're yep. lying to me right <clears throat> now like you get really angry at them god that'd be funny i think we should do that that'll go right next Ooh, you know yeah. what new that'll be that'll be the next show that we pitch right after uh, i'm gonna tell you this i'll tell you this much right now that right there if you're one of the millie vanilli lawyers and you ask <laughs> a question and they lie you can excuse them from jury duty immediately <laughs> that's pretty funny that's pretty funny i like that i brought that back right. around for you, you did yeah. you did you did a good job all right so tonight gaming wise steve and i have been embarking together to create a gaming community that we can call our own our own little community and it's been fun it's been a fun experience introducing new people to uh to war machine the game that we love and we're re-obsessing over i think steve have you been have you been thinking about it lately very much so very much so me too me too constantly uh, i put some i i try to put a model together every day i try to put a model together Not or put something on a model that wasn't there um every just a little bit it takes like 15 20 minutes it's, it's like between this chore and that chore sitting down in my chair at my uh at my crafting desk and putting something together because that's basically the time that i've got but really really enjoying it uh booked the hotel for warfare weekend uh got a um Got a clue in from one of the friends at the company that said, uh, you know, sign up for this event. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And I uh, did with a couple of friends. And I'm hoping Steve can get his ticket soon and, and get signed up for that as well before the, uh, all the tickets are gone. I hope, Steve. I would suck so bad. Well, no. So the tickets for the event won't sell out. But the tickets for the, that one specific thing... So like that might be that might be when you go and see you know John and uh, Leanne uh, <laughs> is during that block like because because I'm I'm doing this thing like I got my ticket and I'm I'm doing it um so yeah uh but in thinking about creating a community and trying to introduce new players to really complex games and to be completely fair. This is a very complex game. The rules interactions between the written rules, the information for each of the units, it's dense. It is difficult to lay all of it out all at once. So much so that just the first time that I introduced everybody to the basics of what was on the cards for the characters, just so that I could give them a framework for how the rules interacted with these models. Um, 
I mean, that took me each time that I went through it to explain it. It took me almost 20 minutes per person that I was trying to, to explain it to. So I had a couple of thoughts on some things that we can do to uh, introduce these new rules or these rules to, uh, to new players. And Steve, I wanted to get your thoughts on some of these. So uh, one of the things that I think is really important is that we keep the rule exposure to as low as we possibly can and then give examples of what those rules are for by playing the game. So the very first time we didn't have anything except for a very basic game of you and I go against each other, sorry, you and the opponent go against each other and just try to kill the other opponent's models. And that was it. No terrain, we didn't worry too much about uh, too many different um, types of units. It was really kind of basic. Uh, I think that I think that having that as a building block to then build on for the future uh, and further iterations of uh, of our getting together uh, would probably be where I would want to go with that. What do you think, Steve? Um, what, what do I think about what you just specifically said, or what do I think about the overall question? So um, you can go with both. Either one. Okay. So, because, I mean, when you asked the question, I was, I thought it was a great question. And I started thinking about ways to, um, to, you know, make it a little more approachable, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what could we do? Uh, and I took to the internet to see what, you know, other people have thought about the subject. Too. Sure, sure. And I've come across some good ideas. Um, Ones that what I think would help us in our specific situation and also would absolutely apply to other people, too. Uh, one of the best ones that I liked, which I think specifically for the game that we're playing, one of the things that I thought would help mm -hmm. would be a cheat sheet, right? Now, I know that all the rules are on the app, but you got to go look for them. That's true. Yeah. Like you, you constantly like, I mean, how many times are we like sitting there having to look back and forth? And there are certain things that after a while you get used to, um, you know, what a, what a charge does, right? Like, um, how, how to do that sort of thing. But it occurred to me, like, there are certain parts of that, parts of the rules that you could take from the complex and make a little bit simpler if you had just a little card or mm -hmm. something for them that just sat next to them that they could refer to periodically, you know? Yeah, that's a great uh, idea. For certain things like cover is a plus four, you know, uh, defensive bonus. C concealment is a plus two, or did I get that backward? No, uh, uh, covers plus four, uh, conceal is two. Plus yeah. two. Okay, so, but, you know, that, that I thought that was a good idea for, for something like this. Um, I always feel like anytime you build a cheat sheet for that kind of thing, uh, <laughs> Hey, you might as well just hand out a rule book and be like, here well, you go. Here's your cheat no, sheet. But I mean, no, I'm, I'm again, kidding. I'm kidding. We um, have the rule book like, yeah. and, and everybody does. And you got to constantly refer to it. I'm talking about the ones. This is what I'm thinking of this cheat sheet as is something for players coming into the game mm -hmm. brand new um, and the rules that come up constantly that take a little bit to like, I mean, how. God, how, how often, even, even now, I, actually, I should say, I just think I got it finally. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the difference between the, the charge and a run, right? Like, what, what speed does it add? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, so just those little rules that come up all the time until, until they're comfortable and, and you don't really need the cheat sheet. Yeah. Obviously, there's this, this is a complex game. You, you're going to need the rule book periodically. I mean, we came across a couple things. Um, playing i can't remember it off the top of my head but i remember specifically asking you and i don't think we even found an answer for for what no we did it was the the shake effect oh okay so yeah. but we didn't I mean, even you didn't know it right away like that just no i didn't the, um largeness of said game well uh, i didn't so know it right away and then when i went to look in the rule book underneath the heading for the thing for the status effect um it didn't give clarity yeah it actually obscured the actual answer which was found at a different point of the book and i didn't check it until i like thought about it later so yeah yeah no well, and so for stuff like that like you're always going to have to go to the rule but like i said for for common things i think a cheat sheet would help would really help new players yeah i agree um, with that yeah that's that's a good one 
Yeah, I, I like that. That is an answer. Uh, another thing was, um, I saw a basically like a little list. I'm trying to find it again, and I can't. I just have to go to the top of my head here. But it was like it was essentially a little list on, uh, kind of the objectives of the game. Like you basically sort of start out by explaining the theme of the game, mm -hmm. what they're after. Um, and then one of the most important things that, that somebody had suggested, and I saw it a few times, and uh, when I thought back, I was like, you're absolutely right. How do you win? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I think explaining the win conditions, so to speak, uh, the objective of the game helps con contextualize it a little bit. I would agree with that completely. So, um, and then another one I saw was like the flow of the game like how it, how it basically flows to kind of like explain them that before like diving into the minutia of mm -hmm. so um these were all just little things that um like I said I kind of looked at and I thought I thought were real good advice yeah no that's not bad at all uh, cuz I don't want these to be the last two people that I teach this game to and I would like to continue to building on this sure sure i mean and i think things that we've done so far i mean in my opinion in my humble opinion <laughs> and how great we are i think they've <laughs> done done like We've done good. Uh, I think that we've done a pretty dang good job of, of teaching at least a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying that we don't have room for improvement. but Well, so the one glaring thing that I think that we did that I wish we hadn't was the last time that we played, we played a team game. And the first time that we played, we paired off and each one of us took one of the less experienced players and then we played games directly against them. I... I like the idea that you had that if we play a team game, each player will, each one of the new players will get to see three activations uh, before their next activation. The only problem with that was I think that it actually delayed their ability to engage with. Yeah, I would because, agree Because like every single time I looked up at Simon, Simon was on his, he was looking at something on his phone about, um like u.s track and field and i was like okay so obviously i'm we're not keeping his interest yeah uh and it would be i think it would be better to either have gone the coached on approach yeah where each one of us took a player and then guided them through a game or each one of us did the same thing that we did last time but with the addition of the terrain the only problem with that was um and this isn't this isn't a dig on you i mean you're a super busy guy and since we're basically getting back into this game uh and i've had more exposure to it over the last year and a half and i've been reading about it more than you have um i think my knowledge of the rules is a little bit more solid than yours is oh absolutely so, yeah i would i mean like, i'm half only the, just slightly more experienced than them yeah so like the the first night that we played I was having to be rule arbiter for both my my side of the table and for your side of the table and it actually um that actually slowed things down for simon as well because simon actually seems like he's he's read the rule book like i feel like he's read the rule but that also could be because he's 24 doesn't have children and you know <laughs> he has, time to, he has time to fucking read rule books and he's really really like he's young and he's a and he's super geeky uh and loves this kind of stuff so he's you know he he gets passionate about reading the rules which is not some like we might be passionate about it but often the time is just not there, which can be so fucking frustrating. Um, so one of the things that I think that we did well, though, and this was one that I thought of because of the way that you finished that game out, was um, giving opportunities for the newer players to capitalize without spoon-feeding a win to them. Because, you know, these aren't idiots. They can tell when they're being pandered to. But when they make reasonable strategic or tactical or rules-based interpretations of the game and then have a you know a win condition present themselves present itself um and then take advantage of that i think that that's something that that can be very very powerful so like you kind of allowed for that to happen in the last game because the one mechanic that you had access to was not something that every other player would be able to pull off uh it was something specific to the army that you were playing your your uh um your trump card your arcana card yeah 
Yeah. So you basically let him win a game that in 99% of other interactions would have won him the game. And I really, I actually really appreciated that. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, like I said, it was kind of a weird, I mean, it's, like you said, it's it was a weird specific rule to mm-hmm. my army mm-hmm. that um, wouldn't necessarily always come up. I wouldn't have had access to that, like you said. Uh, and that just goes back to what I've constantly preached, right, trying to get new players into the game. You got to make them feel like they can do it at least because yeah. otherwise you're going to be like, I don't want to fucking play this. I just lose all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because this is one of those games where the, the skill curve is so shallow at the beginning and so incredibly steep. Once you get to a certain level of like games played, like <clears throat> people that have put in, you know, 50 to 50 to hundred games are miles ahead of people that have put in, you know, one to 50 games. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. hundred percent agree with that. So, um, the other two things that I had that I wrote down specifically, and this kind of goes in with the cheat sheet thing. I just want to fold that into it is making sure that, um, making sure that the newer players have access to the information, especially in open information games. Like one of the questions that um craig asked was am i allowed to know what your stuff can do and because it's an open information game he can ask at any time for any of that information like the fact that there's pre-measuring in this game is something that um only came about in the transition from mark 2 to mark 3 and i really was against it at first because i thought you know um the the part of the acquired skill in this game is learning how to judge distances but the amount of skill that still exists that is needed to be an excellent player at this still it's still there now in mark four where a lot of the systems have had kind of the sharper edges uh shaved off of them and um being able to do things like pre-measure will give newer players more access to uh, sort of the mid-range of the game in terms of um, being able to get past those first 10 to 20 games where it feels like you're losing and you're losing and you're losing. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing that I want to talk is something that is kind of unique to the people that are teaching the game, which is have a clear understanding of the rules and what you want to be teaching each session that you are going to be playing so if the first night is just going to be two basic you know skirmishes line against line i move forward you move forward you see how the dice rolling works you see how the movement works you see how the casting of spells work and the turn order and all that stuff goes make sure that you know how to explain all of those finer points if you're going to introduce terrain the next game know what the terrain is if you're going to um introduce a specific type of unit like battle engines or um uh or regular infantry units make sure that you know all the rules that govern all those things um but other than that i mean so those were the ones that i had did you have any additionals um so the other only other thing that I thought of was, uh, and it, I guess it's a bit contradictory to what you just sort of said, but also not. Um, okay. And that's just repetition. So instead of going, my thought was instead of instead of immediately going, okay, well, I'm not, next game I'm going to add this new element in, and next game I'm going to add this new element in, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it would probably be more beneficial to, to play a couple games, uh, you know, two, two, three like like we just played you know maybe slightly different variations um within that but you know not adding too much extra i when i used to i mean not that it's an overly complex game but when i when i would show people magic a lot of the times um i would try to strip out a lot of cards that did extra stuff at least for the first few games Mm -hmm. and i always tried to be basically down to the you know the the strict card types instant sorceries enchantments Mm -hmm. you know artifact creature that's it your basics we're not going to do creatures that do a whole bunch of stuff or interact in any weird way like the first few games i would actually even i wouldn't even play with uh instance all that much okay because it added an extra element that i thought you know like 
So kind of like we we sort of did, we stripped it back, but play a few games in those stripped back formats. That way, they kind of start to pick up those um, those basics first. No, I I don't disagree. In the last game that we played, we basically introduced terrain and the idea of having objectives on the field. I think that if we just did uh, terrain and objectives on the field, and just like the one type, just the flag style objective where instead mm-hmm. of like how the rules have it where only a certain type of unit can score on those objectives, just have that have it be open scoring so that they yeah, get I the, think the way get, we did it last time. I think that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Get the understanding of how to score an objective instead of worrying about what can score an objective, because that's sort of tactical um, for down the road. And instead just having these are the two win conditions and you can use either one to win in conjunction with introducing the terrain rules. I think that that's, that's, that's enough to give you, you know, varied and interesting games, uh, you know, for, for, I'd, I'd say quite a while, especially considering that when I first got into, uh, Warhammer 40 K, the only, uh, version of the game that they had was just grand melee. You know, you killed their force, and at the end of like turn five or something, the game was over and whoever had lost the most stuff lost. So. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. So yeah. Um, either one of you have anything else that you'd like to share this evening? Nope. No. Okay, cool. Well, like every episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast, we'd like to shout out to the mutual support groups we hope you turn to in your time of need. There's Alcoholics Anonymous, AA.org, 212-870-3400. Moderation Management, Moderation.org, 212-871-0974. Secular AA, that's AASecular.org, 323-693-1633. Smart Recovery, SmartRecovery.org, 440-951-5357. And Women for Sobriety, Women for Sobriety. Sobriety.org, 215-536-8026. And for friends and family of addicts who need a little help in a group-type environment, there's Al-Anon Family Groups at www.al-anon.alateen.org or 1-888-425-2666. From all of us here at the Save vs. Poison podcast, I'm Will. And I'm Tiki. I'm Steve. And we wish you warm, creamy regards. Good night, everybody. You've just listened to another episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast. If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at VS underscore save, on Facebook at the Save vs. Poison podcast, and streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, and stay safe, everyone.